Hi, it's Dave Faker here and welcome to an extra special episode of the Hot House Hours podcast. It's part of a special Baikonur mix, looking back at my 20 favourite Baikonur releases in 2020, I had the privilege of interviewing rising tech house DJ producer Makrolev, who has released several tracks on Baikonur this year, including Energy, Just Dance and Another World, all of which are included in the mix. We discuss his lockdown experience, approach to creating a track, live streaming and his future plans among many other topics. If you don't want to hear the interview, you can listen to the full set without the talking via the normal Hot House Hours podcast feed and by visiting the Hot House Hours SoundCloud page. Thank you as always for listening and bye for now. Here I am with a true tech house giant, both figuratively and literally, with a string of big tunes this year and at six foot nine, he refers to himself as probably the tallest DJ in the world. It's Makrolev. How are you doing, my friend? Hi, hi. All good. All good here. Thank you. You've released some amazing tracks this year, such as your remix of Jane Fonda. Uh, you have an upcoming track, which I'm excited about, called Out of Control. And you also have a track coming out soon on Baikonur called That Night. So on a pure music level, would you say it's been a good year for you? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Like it's, it has been one of the best years, uh, never mind the, you know, COVID and stuff like this. Uh, yeah, literally, uh, it's been more than a track a month, which is like achievement for me. Before maximum tracks in a year I've released was like 10 tracks. Mm. So this year, it's going to be 14 tracks that's wow. already been signed and you know sent off and you know 12 tracks has been released already they're all out they're all out there in the, in the internet world <laughs> <laughs> and yeah two tracks to go as you mentioned it's out of control and uh, that night but again also we've got what uh, a month and uh, around 10 days to go so never know maybe i'll get 15th track everything is getting sent to labels where we you know talking and negotiating and stuff like this but yeah who knows maybe there'll be more tracks maybe i'll decide maybe we 
won't get a deal, uh, you know, won't agree on a deal. And yeah, I'll finish at 14. But like, yeah, for me, it's uh, definitely a, an achievement. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, it sounds like a great year. From, yeah, purely definitely. from a music perspective. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And um, on the, another positive note, uh, I've managed to produce enough music to cover 2021. <laughs> wow. Track a month again. Like I've got about 12 tracks ready to go. Excellent. Fully mixed, mastered, absolutely finished. So yeah, it's been this like past how long? Since March, how long has it been? Eight, nine months. Yeah. I've been really like head down, producing, making, experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, that kind of answers a, another question I had then about uh, how the lockdown has affected you personally, because, you know, I think a lot of producers are releasing tracks quite frequently. It seems you know, some are releasing every week, some are releasing every few weeks, while others are probably not being as productive, I think, uh, for various reasons. So for you, then it sounds like your productivity has increased even more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, easily one of the best years in, in my career. So does this mean does this mean you'll be putting your feet up there next year, or do you think you'll still be uh, you know going mad on the production? Yeah, it's still. I mean, absolutely. I've got like you know a year ahead, so it means I can just like you know keep producing. So I have two years ahead, four years ahead, five years ahead. Maybe I decide if I've got enough material, I decide to release a track every two weeks. Yeah, every. Yeah, there is. There are plans. There are plans to actually go and self-release without labels because it's a bit frustrating sometimes to, you know, negotiate, wait, bounce yeah. back and forth. All these emails like takes a lot of time to sign a track. So, yeah. yeah. And maybe even an album. Album, not so much. I'm not into an album concept as yeah. a whole because I think that that is a dead animal well fairly like dying yeah I'd say, if not dead albums and cds and yeah even vinyl for me it's yeah it's it's uh you know like uh, a collector's item it's, mm. it's you know i don't even have a cd player so if i would get <laughs> someone would give me a cd i wouldn't wouldn't know what to do with it yeah so they would just like sit in my on my shelf or sit in my cupboard somewhere collect dust because yeah it's absolutely useless same with vinyl i've I've got player or anything like that so i've got vinyl at home but yeah it's it's framed yeah (laughs) no good it's just purely you know just looking at it yeah i think it's become a bit of a novelty now and with the live streaming everything you see djs playing vinyl only sets um, yeah. I'm not quite sure. No, what it's the cool. Don't is. get me wrong. This is this is definitely cool, and whoever can do this should do this, and because this is purely for the love of music, for the love of vinyl, right? Even yeah. the, I, I've seen people playing CDs. Like some, <laughs> I remember who it was. Uh, Josh Butler, I think he posted uh, his, you know, this flip flippy book of cds yeah used, i've got one like, of those used to carry, yeah. yeah you used to like flip through ch- take a cd yeah in cd uh, cdj so he was playing cds off of his you know house 
<laughs> I think it was in the first lockdown. Yeah, I thought that was quite kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's on the on on them CDs. I'm sure it's like absolutely old school music. <laughs> you were playing like 20, 10, 20 years back. Yeah, very retro. So, yeah, exactly. I'd just be worried so about the concept of, uh, of of an album is basically releasing track a month, or if I can uh, handle it, maybe even more frequently, and then. By the end of the uh, year, uh, followers, fans, they can just collect track by track each month or each every uh, two weeks. And then, yeah, by the end of the year, they're going to collect entire album. That's going to be an album, basically. Very true. Yeah, I think um, when I looked at how many of your tracks I have from this year, yeah, it's, it's probably the majority of them. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's good when you kind of have a favorite artist and, and you look forward to when their next release is, is coming out. I know, you know, I'm always looking to see when your next track is being released because uh, I think, um, you know, there are certain producers now in Tech House that you know that everything they come out with is going to be a good track. So, you know, it's always something to look forward to. That's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to release every single track because, you know, after spending so much time making it, I just want to share it as quickly as possible. But yeah. And that's where the frustration questions. comes in. Yeah. 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 So there, there are some uh, like... Uh, platforms like CD Baby and stuff like this, I can't, TuneCore, I think, stuff like that. They take small percentage and uh, all the royalties go to, but then again, you have to be like, you have to be wearing all these hats, like you have to be a promoter, not promoter, but uh, you know, mar marketing expert, especially like in, uh, especially in music industry, in music uh, business, you know. You have to know a lot of things so being just a producer or just a dj is not enough these days yeah yeah and there's something so. i've always wondered about actually because there are a lot of producers that do have their own label um but they yeah. still release through other labels and i've because often they have, one they have they have a team they most likely have a team they have a dedicated person that is more uh into actual music business and you know promotion stuff like this marketing yeah, yeah. so yeah he knows you... a little bit more than that person <laughs> yeah yeah if, you, if you're in charge of your own marketing then uh yeah, you might not be as effective or you probably won't be as effective as someone who has you know years of experience yeah exactly it just takes so much time you have to dedicate pretty much your entire time it's either you like promoting your music or you're making your music because, yeah, you, you. I don't think you can balance it. Like m making music takes so much time. So if you spend all this time making music, there's no, there's no time left to promote it. So yeah. therefore, you need labels. You need like, you know, some other people to help you out, and you know, get your music, music out there, mm. on a professional level. So they, they basically spend just as much time promoting this music for you. Uh, as you spend making it, so. yeah. Then they probably take a lot of your money away <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. There is, a there is a cut. There is a downside to it. But then, yeah, you're yeah. paying for 
you know, the service basically. this the uk is going through a second national lockdown how are you finding things this time around compared to last time hasn't changed nothing has really changed for me is i'm i'm on a lockdown since march pretty much (laughs) i rarely leave my house like except to like go out with kids or family you know explore been traveling across the uk quite a lot since we can't go anywhere abroad but yeah, it's as I said, just head down into music. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about that actually because I've seen from your Instagram post that you have uh, uh, been going on quite a few trips with your family. Um, at a time when mental health is uh, given, being given a lot of attention, um, especially with the lockdown, do you think, find uh, things like that are important for your own mental health, um, or you know, are there, are there any kind of uh, any tips that you would give people who are maybe struggling at the moment no i can't give any tips uh, I, it's really sad that some people are struggling with mental health i think it's for me it's not an issue i mean i i, I totally understand some people like go through very heavy stuff and yeah i don't want to i really don't want to offend anyone and you know and that don't want to be egoistic and stuff like this for me i i cannot give any advice since i've never experienced anything like it and yeah for me it's been brilliant i this lockdown is like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) it's just brilliant i've i was able to create music you know as many hours in a day as i wanted perfect yeah, you know, spent with my ham with my family as many hours as I wanted. Perfect, excellent, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think unless you've been there, been through some tough times yourself, it's very yeah. hard to kind of advise people how to get out of it. It's like uh, you know, giving a, a relationship advice when you've never been in that situation yourself. So I'm I'm glad to hear that it's been uh, 
good for you and that you have had uh, a lot of family time and a lot of time in the studio so that's really good to hear and uh, yeah I'm really happy about that um, <laughs> I'm the same as you I've, I've been uh, I've been in isolation pretty much since February I, I, I very rarely leave the house at the moment which is probably not a good thing but uh, yeah I can't say it's been too much of a struggle for me well, no, I mean what, what do you mean it's not a good thing it's, it's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> whatever works for you it's, it's amazing you know if yeah. it works for you if, if not leave not ever leaving your house works for you and you feel you know brilliant then why the hell you want to leave your house <laughs> or well. if it makes you happy to go out every day why the hell you sh you, you should stay at home <laughs> yeah even if there is there is a lockdown there, there are like ways of getting out yeah okay you cannot like travel abroad but like in some countries i've heard in russia which is like, like where the Baikonur is from some like very clever people they had i'm not sure if they had second lockdown i don't think so but on the first lockdown they had it for like a few weeks i think i believe a few weeks or or a month maybe at most i i can't be certain but it was very short amount of time and basically some that you their lockdown was you you wasn't able to go uh, out at all unless it's for the food or to walk out your dog There's, there was only two options mm. or maybe there's like some crazy another very like heavy option like un unless you dying or something i don't know yeah, yeah. but basically uh some people were clever enough they they were renting out their dogs other <laughs> so they could go out imagine that and yeah. that's really happened so in russia so yeah that's insane so very clear yeah, as i said there are there are ways to go out and you know yeah locked in your house <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> of tech house it seems like it's become a lot more popular in recent years maybe that's just my imagination but um you know tech house has been around since the late 90s but i think more djs and more clubs are, are playing 
this music and um, you know as I said earlier when I'm on Beatport I'm seeing hundreds of, of new releases a week especially in Tech House why do you think it's gaining popularity? Because I don't know because it's energetic for me that's like I'm gonna say what why is it so good why, why I'm feeling this music so much is because of the energy the energy the groove and I mean that's it that's all you need the energy in the groove <laughs> <laughs> virtually like the sounds they some some of the tech house is very kind of boring then like majority of it is boring and like sounds like all the rest of it but some of the artists they really like go about above and beyond they mix in like some electro sounds some really like crazy bass sounds that like not typical to the to the genre yeah and then then it starts to get to get interesting but that's like, the thing. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all into like really heavy like i'm, I'm actually on the both on the spectrum it's like on the yeah on the yeah, I, I I love it all. I mean, even like a lightest tech house, which is like this Jane 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 Fonda remix I did, is on the kind of lighter side of the tech house spectrum, right? Yeah. And then yeah, some of the stuff that I do uh, recently, some of the stuff that I haven't even released yet, I've played it on my uh, on my show. Uh, the track was called. Uh, not a safe place, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on the heavy side, I would say, of a tech house spectrum. So, yeah, it's all about the energy, really. That, that lighter side of the tech house gives different sort of energy. It's still like you know, rolling and 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 groovy and and you know, quick enough, and then uh, yeah. The other one is just because of the crazy bass sounds, the mm. heavy spectrum side. I mean, so yeah, it's I've I've no idea why it's gaining so much popularity, but it's it's definitely one of the popular most popular genres on on Beatport in terms of sales. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, you know it's good that producers do experiment. If you look at how music's changed over the the years and the decades. Um, you know, for example, EDM is a fairly new uh, kind of uh, form of music, um, but it's it kind of developed from other, you know, developed from house um, and, and trance and, and things like that. So um, for tech house, you know, you could maybe see tech house branching out into other subgenres because people are kind of doing different things with it. Yeah, it's. I think it's already uh, branched out to a bass house. I think. In my opinion, I've, I've no idea where the bass house came from, but it's, uh, to, to my ears, to my like taste, it sounds really like close, related to tech house. Yeah. And EDM, I don't, I don't even understand what the, why, why is it a genre? EDM stands for electronic dance music. Yeah, which is like tech house, house, techno, whatever, trance. It's all electronic. It's all dance. It's all music. Yeah. Why is it EDM something like it's weird? To me, it's weird. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, people like to create a name for these things, but yeah, I mean, it really is 
different genres of, of uh, house well everything really I mean it's it's bass house it's electro house um, you know it's it's beat you know break beats it's it's a lot yeah. of different things so you know people like to give it a label but yeah I mean when you break it down it's actually lots of different types of music it's just music to me yeah. it's all music yeah, Of, of your sound then to me it sounds quite distinctive I, I don't hear many other producers with with the kind of sound that you have although as you mentioned it it does change you do play around with your sound and and sometimes it can you know you you release a track that didn't sound like your last track but was that something that you consciously tried to develop or did that just happen organically I, well, I before like hmm. A couple of years back, I was kind of desperately looking for my sound because you know someone there on the internet or somewhere I don't know said that for you to be successful producer, successful artist, you're gonna have to have your own sound. You have you're gonna have to sound not like someone else, or so like you have to sound distinctive, like like you said. And then like I was I was like up on this idea and was like trying how where's my sound what is my sound how do i get my sound do i have my sound already or do i not i was like constantly thinking about it and trying and you know doing things and then i just let that idea go just let it vanish it's happened organically i didn't like you know i i, I wasn't keep telling myself like go away go away sort of thing you know <laughs> the, uh, that idea it's just like eventually it just went away i just like thought i'm just creating music music that i i would love to play i would love other people to you know fuck with i would love uh you know 
to 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 hear myself if I was in a club. So, yeah. and then yeah, I was just creating, like you said, uh, many of my tracks are kind of like different a little bit from one and one and the other. Is yeah, it's just because I'm feeling when I'm making that track, particular track, I'm feeling a certain way, and I kind of try and you know implement that feeling in 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 a track. So when I create more sort of like chilled out, not chilled out, probably not the <laughs> right word, but a little bit less uh, you know heavy sort of tech house. Then it means I'm feeling a little bit less heavy, and then if yeah, and it's, it works other way around for the for the for the other side of the spectrum. So yeah, I've I've no idea if I do have my sound. If you say so, because it's not for me to judge; it's for you know the listener, to someone from a side uh, perspective. Yeah, who uh, you know notice if I've got distinctive sound. I've as I said, I was aiming to get my sound before, but I was like, I gave up this idea because it was just like, made me frustrating, frustrating. <laughs> yeah, because you can overthink it. I wasn't sure if I had my sound or not. Yeah. Um, it's, it's constant development and constant experimentation. That's that's what it, it's all about for me in, in, you know, creative process. Yeah, I think uh, it's good to kind of take a few risks and like you say, um, do whatever you're feeling and not care too much about what other people might think. If it's music that you enjoy making and it's music that you would play in your own sets, then I mean, that's great. That, that, that's that's uh, the foremost uh, feeling for me because if I created something for someone to like, but I, I've absolutely hated what I've created, yeah. Then imagine playing that, but I, 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 I then I instantly put myself like I'm, I'm picture sort of guy. I'm like, I'm visualizing everything in my head, like everything. It's like motion pictures in in my head going through all the time. So every time I think about uh, playing a track that I don't really like, and if it's in my track, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a picture of me standing behind the DJ booth and playing this track and absolutely hating it. And this is not what I want to do. I want to play the track that I'm actually liking. I'm yeah. actually enjoying. And then crowd, whenever we are back to see the crowd, you know, we'll feel it. Mm. If I'm, you know, digging this track or not. If I'm giving the right energy to the crowd or not whilst playing it. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's probably a challenge that some artists have maybe in a more commercial industry where you know people are, are making tracks that have to have that commercial appeal and maybe labels won't sign a track unless they're going to get a lot of sales from it or it fits in with their brand. Do you find that there are tracks that you've made that you've really loved but have just been really hard to sign maybe for that reason? Like 90% of the music. <laughs> <laughs> Like I've created this track with this amazing singer, songwriter. His name is Oji, or Ogi. It's uh, O double G uh, I E, I think, if I if I remember it right. He's insanely talented. He's I think he was like on a back vocal of Michael Jackson or something like that. Wow. He's he's incredible. 
the, his voice he's like the way he's uh, you know performing is is insane and it, he I've, I've sent him this instrumental and I've basically uh, he really liked it really liked it he wrote entire song it was like a tech house beat with not much going on but there is a lot of possibilities for the vocal performance therefore and uh, he created an entire song literally there was three verses chorus bridges all this is like four or something minutes of like different takes of vocals you know so there's like plenty of for me to choose from literally like entire story has been told from like verse one then there is bridge then there's chorus verse two verse three so there's like a story the song goes on and on and yeah it's been not because i don't know maybe because he's he's saying that because this the track sounds a little bit more commercial although it's definitely a tech house beat and it's quite quite deep quite like you know minimalistic i'd say there's loads of percussion bass line and pretty much one synth in the bridge that's all but yeah the the the, the whole kind of performance and the whole uh magic comes from vocal in my mm. opinion yeah so and he reckons that because it's the vocal sounds a bit more commercial therefore the entire track sounds a bit more commercial and i'm trying to send this to labels like you know repopulate mars and stuff like this and they're like nah <laughs> nah I, I can't say that. no no i can't remember how many labels i've sent this track to and everyone so far either listened and never replied which means basically no yeah and some labels they don't said no mm. so yeah no idea no idea but we both really really love this track and i think it's it's a great track but it's been it's been a tough time signing it so maybe that's one for your own label then uh, if it isn't signed by then yeah well again with my own label i'd love to set up there is a plan there is you know uh you know one of the to tick out from the list things and uh but as i said you need a team you need a yeah. bunch of people or at least one person who knows what he's doing at the moment i haven't found one that i can work with you know that i can trust and we, we sort of friends and stuff i would love to set up my own label and release my own music as initially and then as uh, you know as we progress obviously other artists music but yeah so far it's only only a plan mm. well it's a shame for that track because it sounds like it's kind of in a no man's land where you know the the real hardcore uh, tech house labels say it's too commercial but then you can't take it to a commercial uh late like a proper commercial label because it is yeah. yeah so it's like yeah, yeah people find it hard to put it somewhere so um, i'm not I've no idea what to do with it i either yeah. sit on and then you know try later or like keep on trying i have no idea i've been trying to send to labels for ages and no one's yeah cap so far maybe rework the vocal or something no maybe no don't no it's, it's perfect the way it is i yeah. i don't want to rework actually i've got a reply from one label that it sounded 
a lot like uh what did they say who was the artist john summit it sounded a bit like john summit deep end yeah which done quite well i think (laughs) yeah yeah definitely 100 percent. it's brilliant track but you know if you would compare to i don't know where where where's the the you know where's that line where it sounds you know like that track because yeah the, there is a lot in my opinion yeah i can see i can definitely see why label said it was sounding a bit like john summit's track because there is definitely similarities unintentional yeah but uh i feel like it sounds a lot more not like that track than like that track if you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah so there's like there's a lot more elements that, that are different from that track than the elements that are similar mm. so you know weird it's a weird one this. yeah but i i definitely i i, I let I'll, i've already let it go and this is the the final version that i've i've said like that's it this is the one i really like i don't want to change anything this is the mm. one i'm going to go for well hopefully so, it will get picked up one day because uh it sounds yeah, like an I'm amazing sure, track. i'm sure it's it's either we release it self-release it or i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see maybe there will be one uh, i've got a couple other people and labels uh, i can send it to and see how it goes so i'm not giving up yeah definitely uh, not or, I'm not, never give up, never give up, never give up. really interested in uh, the whole process around how you create a track how do you actually approach it where does it all start from where do you get your inspiration from does it start off with a small idea in your head like a sample or something and then you build on that or uh, can you tell us a bit more always different really Uh, sometimes I throw in an old project uh, strip it down remove everything that I uh, you know feel like I'm not gonna use in a new project and I keep maybe a beat like you know four to the floor hi-hats clap and then build from that it's already my uh, my beat I've created it so yeah. it's just building a track on top of this then sometimes I just create everything from scratch and like I've, I've created a kick synthesized the kick from like absolutely nothing you know instead of using samples i've just create the kick that i like then that create that kick therefore will dictate like kind of you know suggest me what kind of baseline 
will go around it and I'll create baseline then I'll have kick and the baseline playing there you know together already suggesting me what kind of you know hi-hats and claps and stuff like this I should add and then I build start building on that and then you know since going top effects and stuff so it's it's, it's always different uh, I've I used to before I used to have like before I go to bed sometimes I've got like melodies playing in my head <laughs> and I used to like record them humming on my phone and then importing that voice notes to a, to a project and then trying to remember what I was hearing that night yeah, yeah. it's very rarely works the way like <laughs> I I cannot hum the way it sounds in my head <laughs> just i don't know it's it's basically whenever i'm importing this humming into a project and then transferring it uh, converting it to midi it's never the same as i've heard it in my head so i was like every 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 morning i hear this voice note from on the phone i like turn okay i remember last night i was hearing these melodies in my head okay i remember i recorded the voice note let's let me play it I'm playing and it's like mm, 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 mm. and it's like what the hell is that it's <laughs> like it's, you cannot tell what's the melody what is it trying to say is there is there even a melody so mm. yeah it's <laughs> I can't remember if I had a sample and then start a track from a sample it's always like experimentation you know, always like pulling up a synth and trying to play around and twisting knobs and creating sounds or resampling. So I would create a track that's pretty much done. And then I would like throw in a bunch of effects, bunch of like uh, audio manipulating uh, plugins. Like I've got a couple of plugins that I really, really love. It's by uh, Sugarbytes. They create this uh, Kind of co combined effect plugins that basically one plugin would consist of reverb, delay, echo, trash, distortion, compressor, weird like repeating effects, all jump jumped in and uh, uh, jumped in in one plugin, and you would uh, twist and and turn. And every time you would do that, there's also like a, what I love about uh, Sugar Bites is that they have this random uh, button. You press the random button, and it would randomize all the parameters within the plugin. So I would play a track and record through that plugin. Whatever comes into a plugin gets manipulated, and I would resample entire like five, six, seven minutes of a track, and then I would loop and go around the segments and pick yeah. out this, the weird unusual sounds that you would never be able to recreate in a synth so this is like one of the kind of secret ingredients in my production <laughs> really yeah i think i saw that in one of your tutorials actually and uh, i was really impressed by how that randomized thing worked <laughs>
that brings me on to the online course that you created called How to Make a Professional Tech House Track in Ableton Live. Why did you come up with that course yourself and can you tell us a little bit more about it? Uh, well, I just, I mean, I've always wanted to see like if, if, if I'm able to do that, if I'm able to come out of my comfort zone as you probably noticed, I'm not fluent in English, like not fluent, but I'm not native in English language, I would say. So um, talking in English with such a huge accent is kind of, <laughs> it's, it's not my comfort zone, if, if I say, yeah. uh, in the least, you know. Um, if I say, See, I, I can't even find a right word for it. <laughs> so basically, I'm not feeling comfortable with my accent. So, right. But I'm not sorry as well, in a way. So that that leaded me to create this course. So I wanted to see if I if I'm able to kind of communicate my ideas and what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, at the time I'm creating the. The, the sound um, yeah just it was it was like curiosity sort of and plus yeah let's let's get me out of the comfort zone see what happens sort of thing experiment it was an experiment and then that experiment leaded me to create another course how to mix vocals house vocals which was based the 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 previous tutorial, how to the class, uh, how to create tech house track, uh, wasn't based on my own track. This this was the track I've recreated by okay. uh, very famous uh, Chris Lake. So right. his track, I remember. Basically, uh, yeah, I found that track really interesting, and it was kind of simple in a way simple but very 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 effective mm. and i was like as soon as soon as this track came out i was like this is simple like this is so simple this is so effective let me see if i can recreate it and i've created this track and i at the end of when i've created it it took me a very short amount of time as well to create it because it was so simple and there wasn't there wasn't many tracks on that project either so and then obviously chris lake is an absolute genius and he's probably uh created it you know way quicker and with way more tracks and you know there's there is maybe some stuff that i've missed but uh when i played those two tracks like his original and my recreation together you know a being it yeah. Parent. I didn't like it was it was close enough for me to say like yeah I've done it you know I've recreated it it was obviously it's not the same one to one but yeah. like you know some of the sounds he's probably done some sort of resampling and stuff like I've just explained that I'm doing something similar to that and it's virtually impossible to recreate them he, he's probably even he won't be able to recreate them because when you're in a creative process you just like you create you don't think about 
oh, will I be able to recreate this sound at a later stage? No, you just create the sounds that are created out of this world. And yeah, basically this was, uh, yeah, this experiment. Let me see if I can recreate this. And then I've decided to base a, a, a tutorial about this, a class about creating this track because I felt like it's, it's pretty good, you know, pretty good uh, because it's easy enough for people to understand is quick enough to to make and it's effective really effective it's it's what you need really in 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 music it's something very simple but very effective very catchy mm. that stick your brain yeah and then yeah that is experiment leaded me to create more like i'm, I'm gonna create more tutorials because i feel like it's fun it's fun to create it first of all because then I look back and I was like, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm reliving the moment of actual creation. Yeah. So obviously the track has been created already. I'm just like recreating the same track. And it's like, it's almost like you're practicing the same thing again and again. Yeah. Then in the, in the same time, you're also recording it. subject what what advice would you give for someone who is looking to get into music production when we spoke earlier this year or messaged earlier this year the advice you gave me was there's no need to invest in lots of hardware lots of equipment to make a, a track you can do everything pretty much on a on a laptop so would that be your your biggest tip or recommendation for someone that's just starting out yeah fuck fuck investing money no <laughs> no way if you like Look, I mean, most of the people, they don't have money. Mm. Like, they, they're really into music production, but all, all they can afford is a laptop, pair of headphones, and at most, the software, if not downloaded from, you know, illegal sites. <laughs> so, even if you can get the software from illegal sites, obviously you cannot get 
you know, laptop from an, an illegal site. <laughs> but yeah, as much free stuff in the beginning. Like if you're asking about the newcomers, like the people who's trying to get into production, absolutely not spend no money on it. Make as like, I mean, you can, you can look at the early, really early examples like Burial. Uh, what's, uh, was it? What's his name? Let me, yeah, Burial. Yeah, that was, uh, that's the producer name. So he was using like, I can't remember something. I can't remember what he was using. He was using the software that didn't even had a grid. And all he used is like a bunch of uh, samples from vinyl and like uh, scissors. I mean, you know, digital scissors. Yeah. So you would chop up the samples and arrange them on the grid. But there was a, they arranged them in a sequence, in a sequencer, but that sequencer never had a grid. Yeah. So it was like, you know, do, and it was free software. He downloaded it for free. It was available for free, that software. Remember, it was either like Audacity or something like this, you know, the very early version. Yeah. I can't remember the story, like the full story. But basically, the point is create with whatever you have get a pair of headphones, get a laptop, install whatever software you can get your hands on, and just head down. Yeah, many hours, seven, eight, 12 hours a day until your head blows <laughs> no for, for real then do breaks and then you know until you pull all your hairs out yeah <laughs> because yeah it's imagine how many producers it with all this software and uh, plugins that's now available it's has become so easy to create music people like martin garrix and you know very young, uh, Oliver Heldens, very young, but very successful producers. They never had any gear. Yeah. They've been producing on shitty laptops, on Fruity Loops. And, you know, they created absolute weapons and mm. became famous. So, yeah, that's, that's like late examples, you know, current examples. So, yeah, just literally create as many hours as possible because you know if you invest say i don't know 40,000 hours you only be 40,000 as good 40,000 hours as good as you can be and then if someone invests 140,000 hours he's obviously going to be better than you at production so yeah. It all comes down to how many hours you can be ahead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With, uh, with someone else. Yeah, yeah. I know from my own experience. You know, I, I, I tried to do a few hours here and there, but really never kind of focused like a whole day or you know a whole weekend on just trying to create my own track. And so I kind of have these kind of half finished projects, um, or maybe not even half finished, but things I've just started playing around with and then it goes to one side and I have another idea and I start doing that and um, when really I, I think I just need to focus on on one particular project and just try and do the best job I can on that 
Um, but yeah. you start a new project and you don't start in the beginning. You don't start another project until you finish the entire song. So it has to have intro, verse, whatever bridge, you know, chorus, break, yeah, uh, drop, everything, outro, yeah. until it's absolutely finished and you're happy with it. Then start another project. That's in the beginning. Then when you're more experienced, you can start multiple projects. That's that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm starting one project. Then I pr do it for a day. And then I start different project or like I continue the project I haven't finished before next day. So then the day after it might be a third project or the project I've made the day before. I will continue with that. That way my ears kind of relaxed from listening to that project day before you know and uh, i can kind of jump in with fresh ideas fresh ears so yeah you i don't think you can do that uh in the beginning stages because you like you said you'll end up with loads of fit, uh, starting <laughs> projects and never finish one so finish i don't know how many i can't say like particular number but finish as many as possible to become confident but yeah in the beginning it's just like you're gonna you're gonna be pulling your hairs out how yeah. do i do this how do i do that why is my kick doesn't sound like this guy's kick yeah, so, yeah it's it's frustrating process but then once you through the through this you know once you've experienced enough then it's it's, it's more fun for minutes it should be said that in my opinion you're a very talented dj and while the clubs are closed a lot of djs are turning to live streams to stay connected with fans 
What has your experience been with your Macrosound show? And do you think live streaming has helped you stay connected with your fans or maybe even gain more fans? Definitely. I'm not sure if that gain, that's gaining me new fans. Not sure about this. Uh, but it definitely helps me to kind of feel like, you know, I'm, I'm still DJ, right? And I'm still playing music to someone that, you know, needs it wants it wants to hear it you know and uh, definitely helps definitely helps especially when the clubs are closed and uh, I started introducing microphone as well which before I was like absolutely against it was all about the music and I thought like if you're talking over the music it's kind of like you're not letting people to hear the music but then I, my excuse was uh, because I can read the comments on Instagram Live, for example, but it's impossible to go and type the yeah. answers and interact with the crowd. So, therefore, yeah, I've introduced microphone just to like say, hey, big ups, you know, from <laughs> you know, ahoy to Argentina, something like this, you know, and, and like introduce track titles and say in the beginning. Hi, this is Microsounds episode, blah, 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 you know, yeah, it's definitely fun, fun to kind of, again, another thing that is out of my, you know, letting me stay as much out of my comfort zone as possible, like even playing live was, you know, see what, see what happens, let's, let's get out of my comfort zone and play and do a live show on Instagram and see, see what happens, this yeah, I never owned a pair of controllers or like pair of DJ equipment at home because I was playing in clubs. I, I didn't need it. Yeah, I, I had hundred uh, like 24 seven access to a clubs, club sound system, club setup. So I, I would, I, this is like now it's six, episode 62. So I'm recording this. Uh, this is going to be a fourth i think fourth year i'm recording these like mixes you wow. know bef before it was just mixes and then i turned it into like a show now yeah. especially with a microphone and yeah it's, it's becoming more like a you know entertaining show more entertaining show so yeah before then it wasn't as regular as you can tell it's like four years i've been re recording but it was on and off you know so in four years it would have been a lot more than 60 episodes so it's only like a year year and a half i've been consistent and doing it week in and out you know each week yeah so it's also it developed purely because uh i received enough music in my promo inbox so before i was kind of like you did downloading 50 tracks a week to be able to play it takes a lot of time especially when you're producing searching yeah. digging sites for for the <laughs> track that you like especially yeah exactly that's what i'm saying <laughs> takes a lot of time so i wasn't i wouldn't be able to produce and you know dig for for tracks because it's just can't can't have enough time these 24 hours not enough in the day to do all this so that's why I wasn't playing as often. But now I, re I receive quite a lot of promo. So 
so it's kind of it became effortless i just listen if i like it i drop in the usb and i play it out easy so um can we expect you to uh do a bit of mc in as well then when you're back in the clubs <laughs> well not sure <laughs> when the clubs probably won't like it <laughs> well i mean if if there is demand why not i mean i'm not doing much at the moment it's only been like two episodes or something with yeah. michael yeah two i think this today tonight was the second uh i don't feel comfortable i'm, I'm <laughs> I've, yeah, it probably sounds cringy when you listen back to it. And uh, yeah, it's I have no idea what else to say apart from introducing tracks and stuff. Yeah, but it's it's an experiment. See see where it's gonna lead me to. You know, yeah. maybe I'll become a radio DJ one day. Who knows? I don't know. It's life is exciting in a way. Exactly. Things you do, you never know where they're gonna lead you to this absolutely incredible. i'm just like loving this whole process of like sometimes i'm trying and trying to look to myself from like the side so you it's very difficult but then it's kind of cool to see uh you know where certain things are taking you to yeah so things that you're doing are taking you to life is like a film you know you if you would look at yourself from the side it, it would it would be you know like looking like watching film yeah weird yeah. it's hard to explain but yeah this no, is how I, it yeah no i agree um so have there been any disasters while streaming have you had uh you know a oh, yeah. lot of people have had so, uh, yeah. sound I've failures or... i've paused the track there was silence uh, a lot i mean yeah i can't remember to be honest i mean there was in, in, initially i was playing I don't know why like Instagram would kick me out all the time every time I would play it would like ban me not ban but like suspend the live yeah. stream yeah there was like loads of disasters <laughs> one day uh, I can't remember what it was oh yeah there was a USB stick that failed on me send it <laughs> oh hate sand disk man yeah it's just one i was all prepared and because of that usb stick i wasn't able to play oh no or uh, no i i was able to play because i had another usb stick yeah i had two usb sticks one samsung once one sandisk sandisk failed which was the main usb stick and i wasn't because it crashed the decks like the the controller yeah so i wasn't able to load a second usb so i had to switch off the controller and we start imagine like that took me a minute or so yeah with no music and i was like mid-life something <laughs> yeah loads of disasters yeah but that's all right that's that's again that's a part of a film you know you you look on you look from a side view onto this and you learn and you see okay so that usb stick obviously was rubbish let's replace it with the one that works yeah 
<laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, you, you can learn from those experiences, like you say, and um, hopefully, you know, it doesn't happen again in the future. But um, I think, you know, with live streaming, you can always kind of have a laugh about it. And uh, as you say, if you, if you have the microphone, you know, you can make a little yeah, joke. I, I, or I something. had microphone that time. It would have happened <laughs> a while ago. And uh, yeah, I would have obviously, yeah, I would have said, look, but I was like, can we expect from you in 2021 um well i guess you've already said you've already got next year's tracks track, lined up and hopefully you'll be back in the, the clubs again although it doesn't look very promising at the moment but um <laughs> <laughs> so um is that basically what what your plans are for next year is just to basically yeah, more, the tracks, same? more tutorials uh, i'm planning to record one right now actually and it's going to be based on my 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 track that I've created. I think people will be interested in uh, actually in what I've created instead of like, you know, someone else's track that I've recreated. So yeah, this is going to be based on uh, Charlie's Trip. It's a track I've released on uh, Stashed. Has got play on uh, Kiss FM UK, major radio station. So yeah, it's a it's a brilliant track and it's one of the best selling tracks on my. Uh, one of my best-selling tracks on Beatport, so it's definitely a, a great example of like how I'm approaching production. So mm. I'm gonna try and you know uh, try and express as much uh, as possible. You know, it's hard to recreate that again, obviously, like for like, but I will try and do my best uh, to It's because another uh, uh, reason, because it's hard, it's been a while, it's been like, it, it was released at the beginning of this year, so it's been nearly a year since I've created it. So it'll be hard to recreate like for like certain sounds that have been resampling, for example. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, it's gonna turn out well. I'm, I'm sure it will be alright. But yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be interesting for like people that follow what I do to see behind the scenes on how I think, how I you know approach production, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So more things planned. I'm planning to launch a merch, but. 
I don't know. Currently, there is no like concept, and I'm not sure that people will gonna want it in the first place. So I don't think there's enough like fan base that I have, you know. Yeah. To do that, but there's 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 big plans. I've got a huge note on my phone with <laughs> you know, just... boxes to tick out. So yeah, big plans. For now, the main thing is to release as much music on as bigger labels as possible to gain, you know, to to to. Uh, expand my fan base to you know introduce my music to as many people as possible uh, that's the main goal and then the rest will follow questions left so that this one kind of leads on from that and it's around the psychology of what makes people get into music production I've spoken to lots of producers who say they don't do it for the money it's more about the love and you've mentioned that yourself it's about the groove and the beats just kind of playing things that you'd like to hear yourself but do you think about leaving a, a legacy on the tech house scene I mean you're already doing quite well and, and you've mentioned some of the plans you have in the future but do you have kind of further ambitions and, and do you think about kind of leaving your mark on the tech house scene i mean who doesn't uh whoever say you otherwise will, will just lie i think everyone wants to leave a legacy this is the you know main goal really yeah uh, there's i don't think no i don't i don't think anyone would just It's a weird one, you know, this one. Uh, 
I feel like everyone wants to leave a legacy, in my mm. opinion, in a, in one way or or the other. But you know, definitely, I I definitely want to leave a legacy. It, otherwise, why would have, why would I create music? I I've been into music since I was really young, really really young. I remember like all this like synthesizer, like it was toy synthesizer. And like cassettes, I was playing cassettes, Michael Jackson, and like you know stuff like this. I was constantly listening to music. Then I was into drum and bass when I was like I don't know, 13 years old. First, like 13 to 16, I think. Uh, I had this cassette, one cassette that's been re-recorded from original cassette. You know, remember you had this like cassette uh, the players, cassette players with double cassette. Yeah. So you could s- stick a, an empty cassette in one slot and the original cassette, and then press play and record at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I would, it's one my my friend recorded me this cassette, like heavy drum and bass jungle on both sides of the cassette. I would listen to that cassette over and over again. So. Ever since then, I thought like music is like one of the best things in the world. Like every time I would listen to any of the tracks, like now, they would they would give me goosebumps. The same way I, they would give me goosebumps uh, when I was listening in a crappy headphones <laughs> with with a crappy. Uh, Grundig, if you, if if you remember that brand, it was Grundig or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. The tape manufacturer. So, was it? Yeah, the, so yeah. That, that was like I had this player, this cassette right. player. Yeah. The batteries. I would listen on the way to school in the tram with the shitty headphones. <laughs> I would get these goosebumps every single morning from listening to that cassette. I only had one cassette, and I was listening to that cassette over and over again. At the end, it just broke. I think I, was, I, I don't remember <laughs> where, where that cassette went. But, but yeah, I've listened so many times to it, and so now I, I listen to the, the tracks from that cassette. They give me goosebumps. So they, they, the people who was on the cassette, producers, artists, mm. they wanted to leave legacy. They wanted, for, for, you know, that their music is, you know, still appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Now. So same, same here. I, I just want to, you know, as many. So I, I just want as ma- uh, to, for my music to reach as many ears as possible. Yeah. That's that's the goal. Well, I think it will. I think uh, certainly at the rate you're uh, producing music, and um, you know, the the the. Uh, uh, the more you release and the more uh, followers you, you, you gain, um, I'm sure your sound will spread. And um, yeah, so I think next year it sounds like it's going to be uh, just as exciting, if not better.
just uh, on on your next tracks, so we've we've met, we've mentioned some of the tracks. Um, just uh, when is your next one out? Twenty uh, seventh of November, just over a week now. Okay, which one's that? Uh, out of control. Okay. And that night, same day. Our oh, same day. Yeah, unfortunately, same day because it was meant to come out in the beginning of November, like fifth of November, I think, I believe, or sixth of November, and then month later it was scheduled the way that there is a month between the tracks, two tracks to release in one day, never a good idea. Mm, yeah, so, and different labels as well, is it? Different labels, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never had that before, but. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I had to, tracks come out either one week apart or two weeks apart. That was a disaster. Really? You know, tracks, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. It's again, it's it's a film, you know. You, <laughs> everything. We'll, we'll we'll see how this turn out. You know. Exactly. It, I'm excited to see the you know next episode. <laughs> the series or, or the film next yeah. chapter so, same here yeah well um that's that's all the questions i have and i know this has gone way over what we originally discussed so i really appreciate you spending the time um i think we originally said 10 to 15 minutes and this has been over an hour so uh, i apologize for 10 15 minutes <laughs> 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 but um it's been a really interesting discussion and um you know it, it, i've really enjoyed how you know the, the conversation has just flowed and um you know there's there's things that we've discussed that i didn't think we would talk about so it's been really good talking to you and uh i know we've spoken about djing together sometime so you know maybe even next next year in london or sydney we'll get together and uh we'll have a bit of a party but yeah thank you very much for your interview and um good luck again for next year and uh i'll be looking forward to uh, hearing your future work thank you thank you very much it had been fun for me as well thank you for having me uh definitely had a lot of fun